Good morning. How are you? Oh my goodness me. It is hot. It's still early in the morning but it's already hot and the sky is just blue. It is no cloud whatsoever out there. (laughs) So it's going to be a hot one today. I can feel it in my bones. So how are we? Um, Me, I am suffering with hay fever and I'm sneezing. That's all I'm doing is sneezing and having sore eyes. So you will have to excuse me if I start suddenly sneezing um, through the story (laughs) to apologise, okay? But yeah, I can't help it. Um, So how are you? Are any of you suffering from hay fever? Oh, because it's awful to suffer with isn't it when you sneeze all the time um anytime you go outside and you're anywhere near (laughs) i love nature but it doesn't seem to love me very much so i am um what am i doing today oh i'm working today um I have next week off, so I've just got this week to get through and then I've got a week's holiday, which I can spend with um, my children, which is nice. But um, this week I'm working. Um, Do have, uh, because it's Tuesday, I keep forgetting what day it is. Tuesday today, isn't it? So tomorrow I've got the day off um, for me to go to the library. Um, and read story time and then two days of work <gasps> and then a whole week off <laughs> so um anyway who would like to know a fun fact mm? well how many people do you think have stood on the moon how many people Hmm? well 12 is the answer 12 men have actually walked on the moon wow that's a long way to go isn't it they're all astronauts obviously um and they are all um part of apollo missions wowzers that's amazing. Twelve people have actually stood on the moon. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, um, you are now able to go and tell everybody you know that amazing fact. And they'll think you're very, very clever. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. Um, so... I thought we would read another Amelia Jane story. And let me just have a quick look because I think almost... Oh, God, I've lost it now. It's not good, is it? Uh, Okay. Amelia Jane and the Drum, which is chapter 13. There we go. I'm almost positive this is going to be the last story in this particular book. But we do have another Amelia Jane, book three. So um, don't worry. 
there are more to come. <laughs> I just have to find these books. <clears throat> so, Amelia Jane and the Drum. All the toys were as quiet as could be because Nanny was in the room ironing. None of them ever moved or spoke when anyone was in the room. Bump, bump, went Nanny's iron over the ironing board. Bump, bump. Tom and the baby doll were feeling proud because Nanny had washed their clothes that morning and was now ironing them. How clean and pretty they would look in their freshly washed clothes. Nanny finished ironing the little jackets, trousers, petticoats and dresses. She went to the nursery fireplace and hung the little clothes on the brass rail around the guard's wear. Then she went out of the room to dress the children up nicely for their afternoon walk. Tom spoke up as soon as she had gone. Doesn't my jacket look lovely? Just look at it sitting there, hanging so bright and clean. And look at my lacy petticoat, said the golden-haired doll, pleased. They will feel so nice and clean when I put them on again. Amelia Jane walked out of the toy cupboard and the toys followed her. What shall we play at? asked Amelia. <clears throat> Let's play Ring-a-Ring-a-Roses. No, it's too hot, said the firework, said the clockwork clown. Nanny has got the fire on today and the sun is pouring in through the window. It's too hot to do anything but sit about and talk. I want to play, said Amelia Jane. So, of course, she made them all play with her. She was such a big doll and so strong that usually the toys just had to do what she told them. So there they were, tearing round and round in a big ring on the floor, singing ring-a-ring of roses in their small high voices. All fall down, they cried, and down they all fell. The clockwork clown wouldn't get up again. No, really, it's too hot, he said. You look very hot yourself, Amelia Jane. You look very red and ugly. Oh, let's just sit quietly and talk. Dear me, if you're as hot as all that, I'll open the window for you, said Amelia Jane, who was feeling the heat herself by now. <clears throat> no, don't do that, said the teddy bear. Nanny said she didn't want the window open because the wind was so strong. I shall do as I like, said Amelia Jane. And as usual, she did. She went to the window seat, climbed up onto it and got onto the windowsill. She undid the catch of the window and swung it wide open. In came the wind at once. Woof, woof, woosh! Oh, Amelia Jane, how naughty you are! cried the clockwork clown. The wind has blown over the vase of flowers on the table. Look what a mess the water is making. Nanny can clear it up, said Amelia. And, oh, look, 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 suddenly squealed the golden-haired doll. The wind is blowing our clean clothes off the guard into the fender. They'll go into the fire. Oh, what shall we do? Shut the window, Amelia Jane. But Amelia Jane couldn't. It had stuck and she wasn't strong enough to pull it back again. She stared at the little clothes blowing off the guard. 
the prettiest lace petticoat blew right into the fire and was burnt up. Oh, screamed the golden-haired doll. There goes my best petticoat. Oh, you bad, mischievous doll. Amelia Jane didn't know what to do. She certainly was a bad doll, but all the same, she didn't want to see the clothes burnt in the fire. The toys would never forgive her. She called loudly, Nanny, Nanny, come quickly. But Nanny didn't come. So Amelia Jane called again, Nanny, Nanny. Still Nanny didn't come. She didn't hear. Oh, what shall I do? cried Amelia Jane. The golden-haired doll sobbed. Tom glared at Amelia. Then Amelia had a bright idea. She rushed to the toy cupboard. She reached right to the back of it and took out the toy drum. She found two sticks and then she went to the nursery door and banged hard on that little drum. Rumpty tumpty tum, rumpty tumpty tum, rum tumpty tum. You should have heard the noise. My goodness, it was deafening. Nanny heard it, the children heard it, and they all listened in great astonishment. That's my drum, cried the little boy. Who's playing it? Who can it be? The two children and Nanny ran to see. As soon as Amelia heard them coming, she flung the drum down on the floor and raced back to the toy cupboard with the toys. They sat down there and kept as still as could be. Nanny and the children could see nothing at all when they came into the nursery, except the little drum thrown down on the floor with its two sticks lying beside it. How funny, said Nanny. Who played the drum and why? Nanny, nanny, the doll's clothes are blowing off the guard into the fire, cried the little girl. Oh, look! Nanny rushed to save them. Alas, they were all dirty again now and would have to be washed and ironed once more. And one petticoat was quite gone. Who opened that window, said Nanny crossly. I left it shut. I knew the clothes would blow into the fire if the wind came into the room. Oh, and look, it's blown over the flowers on the table too. What a mess. I wish I knew who knew who would open that window. They deserve a good telling off. Amelia Jane went red. The toys looked at her and nodded their heads. Yes, she did deserve a good telling off. When Nanny and the children had gone out for their walk, the baby doll spoke angrily to naughty Amelia Jane. I shan't be able to wear my clothes today, all because of you, Amelia Jane. Nanny is right. You do deserve a good scolding. And what about my clothes too, said Tom gloomily. My trousers were scorched by the flames. They will never look so nice again. Just around the waist. Amelia Jane was very red. She took off her new hair ribbon and held it out to Tom. You can have this to tie around your waist for a sash, she said. Then it will hide the bit that is scorched. And golden-haired doll, I will get six of my little handkerchiefs and sew them together to make a small petticoat for you. 
Well, it's nice of you to try and make up for what we have lost, said the golden-haired doll. Perhaps we won't be cross with you after all. Well, I did think of the drum and beat it to get somebody here to rescue your clothes, said Amelia Jane. Didn't I? Yes, that was clever of you, said Tom. All right, we'll forgive you this once, Amelia. But don't be silly again. So do you think that she will be silly again? Do you? I think she might be. <laughs> oh, I don't know. She always manages to get herself into trouble, doesn't she? Even when she's not really meaning to be naughty, she still is. I don't know. Oh, so that was the last chapter in that book, as I said. So, we now need to find the next storybook, um, book three, and see what that is. It's costing me a fortune, you do know that. <laughs> All these books. Oh my goodness, it's a good job my children love these books. Um, so, anyway, um, I need to go and get ready for work. I hope that you enjoyed Naughty Amelia Jane. In fact, I hope you enjoyed the whole book. Um, Shalomo, you will have to tell me what one you are on so that we do not clash. Because I know you've just started to read the Naughty Amelia Jane books, haven't you? So, you have to tell me how you're getting on and whether you're loving reading them yourself. <laughs> so, um, I will have to see what we can find for tomorrow. But until then, you make sure that you take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.